Hello, everybody. Hi. My name is Ben. And I'm Riley. And this is Peanut Butter. And Leo's. Today, we have a special guest. Very, very special guest. Me. (laughs) Josh. It's Josh. Josh. It's Josh. Yes. He isn't a Leo, but he is a fellow fire sign, a Sagittarius at heart. So we're happy to have him with us today. And full disclosure, I have no idea what that means. (laughs) We'll get into that later. All right, so I do have some stories today, um, and then one that's not really like an am I the asshole story, um, just a fun one that I saw, and I just had to read it. Are you guys ready? I'm excited. Yes, Josh and I are going in blind this week. We don't know what's going on. We have no idea. So let's go. Today I fucked up by wearing a low-cut tank top to an amusement park. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Obligatory. This happened a few days ago. So for the weekend, my long-distance relationship boyfriend came up to see me. On Saturday, we went to this amusement park that is near me. I was wearing a yellow sunflower tank top that day with cutoffs. We decided to go on this one roller coaster. Like most roller coasters, this one takes a picture at some point during the ride that you can buy. Uh Uh-oh. Also, the coaster is able to hold 28 people at once, seven cars that had four seats each. And our coaster was completely full, 28-28. We sat in the front section of our car. Near the end of the ride, my tank top and bra straps were off my shoulder on my right side. Then my boyfriend and I went to check our photo, and I was planning on buying it to sit on my dresser. As I walk over, our whole group plus a few additional people, including the man at the stand, were the photo walls with the several displays showing everyone's pic. I found ours, and I instantly saw it. My whole right tit with my nipple on my display for everyone to see. My left tit was still in my shirt. But my right was completely defying gravity and super high up, like yin and yang. I was surprised it wasn't censored like when people flip off the camera. I instantly ran away as my boyfriend followed behind me and was confused. He caught up to me and I explained what happened. He never even saw, but many other people did. It was super embarrassing at the time, but funny now that I'm not there. Too long, didn't read. I wore a tank top and went on a roller coaster and gave everybody a show. Edit. We never bought the photo. I was going to give money to my boyfriend to go over and buy it, but it was too late. And at the current moment, I was too overwhelmed with my anxiety. Hopefully it'll never happen again. But if it does, I'll buy the next pick. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. I wonder how long her titty was out. Like, was it out like the whole coaster just whipping around Probably doing the drop 360s where they, like, or just like perfect time for the camera to be like, boom. Clearly, that's what was it was. It was yin and yang. I also have questions. Like, how do you not like, feel your titty out? Right. She did. Did she, though? Because she said everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, boob yeah. picture. Everything felt fine on the roller coaster. Near the end of the ride, my tank top and bra straps were off my shoulder on my right side. So it must have, like, happened really quick as it fell. Perfect gotcha. timing. Right at the perfect time Ideal. when they snapped the picture. Because I'm like, I think you would notice if your boob no, came when she out. Got, when you she feel was a off, gust of air. Yeah. I was going to say, sure. Riley, like, when you take your boob out, do you understand <laughs> that like, your boob Whoa. is out of your shirt? Well, I feel like... Well, <laughs> but i feel like it's like when people's butt cracks are hanging out for like five inches it's like how do you not feel a draft in your ass oh they do they just don't care they just don't care <laughs> like i mean they know I know but sometimes it's like pull up your pants yeah one of the comments says i work at an amusement park this happens daily usually it's girls doing it on purpose though <laughs> i always recommend emptying your pockets and dressing for the high speed Sorry, this happened to you. It's high speed. High speed. I'm kind Does of bummed. Does it say what park they were at? Yeah. No, just someone in her area. I'm bummed that they didn't buy the picture. Yeah, I'm really disappointed because I would hope that they would have put She's that on the She's going to put on her dresser. How cute. I would have owned it. I would have been like, my titties out. It's okay. Your boyfriend has already seen it. Just never doing acrobatics, I guess. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh my. God. I love how she described it as like yin and yang. I could picture so it. It's funny. a good like a perfect visual. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a fun story. I, I liked it. I was it. funny. Yes. I like that one. Yeah. I literally saw it this morning when I was getting ready and I was like I, I have to read this. We love talking about boobs on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> You guys do. I, mean, I, I think all the episodes was talked it? about boobs in I some so. form. Probably. Honestly, yeah. I mean, the last episode was really boobicious. Boob focus. Boob focus. Boobalicious. <laughs> Boobalicious. Okay. So for the real, real first story. Am I the asshole? I had my mother-in-law trespassed after she entered my home and fired my babysitter. I'm a widower. I lost my wife, Anne, just minutes after she gave birth to our first baby, Sammy. Oh, my God. Morbid story right off the bat. She had a difficult pregnancy, so I took an indefinite leave three months before she was due. Sammy's four months old now, and before I went back to work, I told my mother-in-law, Sandra, about my plans and if she can recommend a nanny to take care of my daughter when I work. She offered to do it for free. I told her she's free to come by any time during the day if she feels uncomfortable with a nanny looking after Sammy, but she insisted on doing it herself. So this is... The mother-in-law of his the, wife that passed. Okay. So the mom. Gotcha. His mom. Yes. So his mother-in-law. Okay. So I said yes, and I gave her a copy of the house keys. She comes 30 minutes before I leave for work, and when I come home, she stays for dinner and leaves after putting Sammy to sleep. Everything was fine for the first couple of weeks until I noticed that Sammy's not feeding as much. Her formula's barely touched. I asked Sandra about it and why Sammy's not feeding well. She said she's trying to breastfeed my daughter. <gasps> what? What? At first, I thought she was joking. I'm like, want a gag. Then I realized she wasn't. She said Sammy needs to latch for a few minutes every day to activate her milk production. I almost lost it. I told her she cannot do that and she needs to stop. She said she will, but I caught her again when I walked in my daughter's room and she was forcing Sammy to latch. I confronted her and told her she's no longer my baby's nanny. I didn't ask for the key back as she is still welcome to come visit any time. Oh my God. How old is this lady? 56. And the question is, is he the asshole? Hold on. There's more. (laughs) Oh, my God. How is there more? Okay. There's more. I'm scared. I asked for a one-week leave from work to care for my daughter and find a nanny. I found one, but two days after, she never returned. I called her, and she said my mother fired her the day before. (gasps) I asked her to describe the woman, and I was livid when I realized it was Sandra. Fucking Sandra. Sandra, you psycho. She sounds like a bitch. I mean, psycho Sandra's just as bad as a Karen, so. Seriously, no, it's comparable, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. She came in my house using her key and fired my nanny. I was about to call her when she showed up and said a convoluted story like how I hired an incompetent nanny, etc., etc. I told her to leave, but she refused, and she told me she's calling Child Protective Services because I am endangering my child. Oh my god, We argued back and forth before I called the police and she was charged with trespassing. I know my mother-in-law is grieving the loss of her daughter. I am too. But she crossed the line when she disregarded my wishes. She's very upset with me. My sister-in-law and my brother-in-law are calling me ruthless and I am now second-guessing myself. Have I taken it too far by calling the police? Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. No. Under no circumstances. Do they know? Does the rest of the family know that she was trying to breastfeed this child? Her granddaughter? Yeah. Like, that doesn't work. I don't even think oh. from a medical perspective that that actually yeah. is a thing. Like, biologically, I, I think don't think mil- you can physically do it. No. I, I mean, I understand generally how it happens. Right. But usually your body has to be 
have gone through like the pregnancy and stuff yeah. to tell it to start producing milk. Right. And the reason women can continue to breastfeed for so long is as long yeah. as they continue to produce the milk, the body will continue to do it. Right. Whereas right. a lot of women, when they don't breastfeed, it takes a little while and then they are no longer producing milk. It dries up. Yeah. I mean, she must have some sort of like PTSD from, I mean, her daughter passed away giving birth to this child. So she's got to have some like traumatic response. And I can imagine that. But at the same time, trying to obviously step in to be like, oh, the mother figure. And she clearly has an issue with formula. Like she wants the kid to be breastfed. Buy some old titty milk. Edit. Thank you, everyone, for your advice and showing concern for Sammy. I called CPS to tell them about the situation. My mom is coming over to help look after my daughter and look at our options. She's a retired family law attorney. Oh, perfect. I, I, <laughs> yeah, really. I do have a doorbell camera, but reading some of the suggestions here, I decided to up my home security system. Brother-in-law and sister-in-law know the whole story, and they also think that forcing to breastfeed Sammy was wrong, but they are angry at me for calling the cops on my mother-in-law and having her trespassed. They said it was unnecessary and cruel to do that to a grieving mother. Okay, so I can understand to a degree where they can feel that way, but in the situation, to try not to escalate it any further, I can see why he called the police. Like, you just... Right. I mean, that's your stopgap. Like, okay, this isn't going nowhere and I need someone to intervene. That's who you call to intervene. And I mean, she showed up to his house unannounced when he hired someone else to watch his child and she fired them without his knowledge. So it's like, if she's showing up and causing trouble then she needed a little ass kicking. Did he actually press charges and like follow through or did he drop it? He didn't update any other edits as of right now. This was posted 23 hours ago. Oh, oh it's recent. I tried to um, follow up with the Samantha oh, the daughter, half-sister, half-sister, sister thing. naming situation and there weren't any updates. So yeah, some people follow through and some people don't. And so uh, I'm trying to see, I don't, it looks like this is a throwaway account, I would think. Yeah, because it says Sammy and me, 30. So That's usually, so sad, though, that that happened. He has not commented on anything, just the one edit he made on the post. Change the locks. With the way she was hurtling over the boundaries you set, I wouldn't be surprised if she made copies. And make sure to tell the nanny not to let anyone in. I'm so sorry for your loss. You are not to blame for the situation. Everyone has the right to grieve, but no one, no matter who they are, has the right to weaponize that grief and use it to hold you hostage. I'm so sorry. These people should be rallying around you to support you, not creating chaos. I hope you and your baby have the support from your side of the family and hopefully the reasonable members of your wife's family. I would agree. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But just crazy. Like, I can't, the fact that she's just like, I'm just going to breastfeed this poor baby's starving to death and she's trying to have it suck on her titty the whole time. And that's, I guess I have questions about that. Like child protective services, like the grandmother is neglecting the baby, trying to breastfeed it. And it's not, it's not eating. You know. She's malnourished at this point. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean it to be so gruesome. I just thought yeah, it was crazy. I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> I When we were talking about like how old she was and like her milk getting all dried up. Do you, we used to mean white chicks, right? Yeah. Your mama's yeah. breast, your mama's so, so old, old, her breast milk is powdered. like this. It's <laughs> <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law I needed the guest house more than her son? I, 24 female, am currently living with my brother and his family. They have six kids. Yes, six kids from age 19 to one and a half. Quite the age gap. Catholics. The youngest is the only girl. I moved in with my brother after my relationship went sour. It was horrible. We were never close, but because he is 16 years older than me. So must run in the family, all these Catholics. Catholics. (laughs) 
After my four-year relationship ended, I had nowhere to go, and I asked my brother if he could help me out. He invited me into his house. They have a guest house, which he said I could stay in, but he said it needed renovations first, so I got a room in the main house. Well, my brother and his family are quite comfy and earns a lot, as I said, six kids, and they are allowed, and I prefer quiet space. The house is quite huge, and I have my own bedroom, but it is just awful, honestly. Sister-in-law is a stay-at-home mom, and she is great with the kids. They listen to her and whatnot, but they are just too much and too loud. All right. Sounds like a circus. Oh, I have thoughts. <laughs> Patiently <laughs> I'm sure waiting. You do. I'm just, I'm just Patiently waiting. Patiently waiting. Renovations happened, and sister-in-law has been saying her oldest child should move in so he can have his own space. Sister-in-law told her son about it, and he was quite excited to have his own space. I spoke to my brother since I thought I'd get it, but he told me his son needs space and whatnot. I went to my sister-in-law and asked her about it last night, and she told me no. I explained to her, and she still said no. I told her I needed it more. The kids had everything handed down to them, and my brother told me I could stay at the guest house. It's just so upsetting. Saying I needed it more is causing some issues. Am I the asshole? After explaining my side, my friends agreed with me. Friends are idiots. No, your friends did not. They secretly were like, no, thank you. So first of all, he invited her into his home. Agreed. So that's the first thing. Like, you don't get a place to, like complain about anything because he didn't have to do that right especially because they said she said they weren't close and they already have six kids in this household right be happy you have a place to you live have a roof over your head for the time being right because clearly her situation warranted that she didn't have anywhere else to go right like she had to go there so mm-hmm. she couldn't like where's where's mom and dad like generally that's where people will go in yeah. those situations i know i did yeah like i went to my mom's whether she had the space or not his brother her brother is 16 years older so maybe the parents aren't even around yes i forgot about that little tidbit that's true but no absolutely not like you don't have a place to be like i need it more the audacity and that's not even like a valid argument no like i could see having a rational conversation about how long she's gonna be there right what would make most sense yeah the fact is she's just like a temporary guest. Yeah, like how long is she posting up here for? Is she just making herself at home for the time being? The top comment says, you're the asshole. You're upset that your aid package isn't larger. Right. Her whole like, oh, you give everything to these kids and they've all been handed down things. Well, yeah, they're the kids. That's what's kind of supposed to happen right. to a degree. But what about you? And I guess I don't know the story. Like, is she paying rent to live there? Is she like contributing in some way? Yeah, or is she yeah. just like holed up in her bedroom? I know we don't have a guest house here, um, but we have like a bedroom. We've discussed like rearranging possibly to like move the guest room upstairs. And like, that, imagine if like my sister came like over here yeah. was like, gonna stay with us and she's like well i need that basement bedroom right because, because it makes more sense than it being your recording studio be like who are no. you like you can sleep on the futon the entitlement right yeah she is the asshole definitely i dislike her i'm reading uh i'm looking at her profile while you're talking there are some of the questions you guys have he told me i could have it after res- reservations or renovations excuse me uh his wife made the suggestion for their oldest kid to have it so of course my brother would choose his- for his son to be in of course because that's what normal parents do right and circumstances do change after things happen like he can be like yeah you could stay here once we renovate it and then all of a sudden three years go by because how long has she actually been there and now they're gonna renovate it and it's like oh but now my kid's like an adult and he needs this more than you like hint hint get out of here it's only been two months and i try to stay out of everyone's way okay still that's an ample amount of time i feel like to find your own place Right. If I could afford to move out, I would. I work two jobs and I cannot afford anything else right now. Why? You work two jobs, you're not paying any bills, and you can't find a place to live? I'm really concerned about the fact that she works two jobs and doesn't have any money. Right. 
she says, I work two jobs. My brother has money. And with how much the bills come to, no, I clean up after myself and I don't have time to spend with the children. Still, the kid is 19. All right. So again, it's the entitlement thing because she's like, my brother has money, so he should have to do this for me. Absolutely not. No way. Is this triggering for you, Josh? A little bit, but that's besides the point. (laughs) (laughs) Getting all amped up. It's just, yeah, but I mean, no, it's, it's wrong. Right. You know, obviously I come from a family that has varying lengths of success Mm -hmm. and it's, I would not be okay with, oh, you should do this because you are successful and make money. So now you can pay for something. It sounds like you don't pay rent and you don't pitch in. You clean up after yourself, which is the bare minimum required. Why would they give you the best space? They don't want to encourage you to stay, but they do want to encourage the 19 year old to stay. You do not need it more. And it is pretty entitled for you to think it is owed to you since you aren't even helping out around the house. I get it. Your brother said you could have it. Well, he overpromised. It happens. He is still someone you are not that close to who is doing you a huge favor. And then she responded. Oh. Sister-in-law knew I'd get the guest house. The kid is not at uni. He's paid to carry the kids to and from school and to run errands. Apparently, that's why he got the house, as he needs time and more space from them. 100%. Why are you fucking bitching? Now, I guess I don't fully understand why the parents want to keep the 19-year-old around, because most parents I know want to get rid of their kids, but... He's at uni. He's at going to uni. I know. He's helping. Well, no, he's he is not at uni, but he's paid to carry the kids to and from school and run errands, and there's six children, right? Probably are like, you do all this stuff for us, and you contribute, like, let's give this so you can have your space, but you will continue to help us out. Right. You know, but let, instead of going away at school in, like, a dorm, you're close by to help us out if we need to. But in, right. in return, we're going to give you this whole guest house for you. Right. So, 100%. I totally get it. Well, yeah, regard, I mean, even if he wasn't doing that, it's in there, which is within their right to let him stay there and spend the money to renovate it and let it be his space. I don't like her. Um, clearly, she has friends that are on her side. Go stay with one of them. It's not okay. Nope. Crazy. The end and the period. Boop. Beep, beep. It is difficult to find a place with better rent than free. <laughs> Boom. And so she responded, I guess I better apologize then. She should go apologize. She should offer to pay rent. She should offer to drive the kids because, I mean, and and here's the thing. I guess she's working two jobs. How often is she actually there? This person said a load. One load. Washing machines only hold so much, so there's a limit to how big a load can be. Offering to just do one load a week would take a lot of pressure off your host. No one is suggesting you single-handedly take care of everyone in the household. They're just saying that you can make even the tiniest effort. Her response, yeah, but I don't want to. Oh, and the, oh my God. And the response back says, yeah, and they don't want to give you the guest house. Oh, right. my God. <laughs> She's so dumb. Wonder why her last one ended. Boyfriend probably did everything and got tired of it. (laughs) Right. Probably. Where do they live? Well, they said uni. Yeah, which tells me it's Europe. Yeah, like the UK or something. You didn't like track the IP address or anything? I did not. Oh, Oh, damn, Ben. Come on. We probably know people who can do that for us. It's a throwaway account, though. Like That doesn't mean they can't find an IP address. It's Reddit. I mean, either way, Josh, she's the asshole. She is. Whether she lives in Timbuktu or Minneapolis, she's an idiot. Like, how dumb would you feel, too, to put that online and have everyone just being like, yeah, you're a freaking asshole? Just in general, because you're always wrong. You shouldn't post things for opinions because people are just always going to disagree with you. They're going to be mean. Right. Okay. I have, I found two stories, and I don't know if I should read both of them or if I should let you guys pick one and we can save the other one the one is am i the asshole for not returning my cousins for my lost rabbit okay hold on (laughs) 
Okay, okay. Well, you try and read the try and read the title. Am I the asshole for not returning my cousins for my lost? <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. Which not returning my cousins? Let me read that again. <laughs> my cousin's lost rabbit when I found her. Yeah. Oh, so she found her cousin's rabbit and didn't return it. Got it. I don't know. And then um, the other one is, am I the asshole for signing my girlfriend up for social etiquette class before meeting my family? Can we read that one? I need. Let's let's do that. That one's going to be great. All right. It's not too long. Uh, GF and I have been together for a little under three months, and we agreed it's time for her to meet my family. For some context, I'm blessed and had a fortunate upbringing. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Blessed. Like The first thing that went through my mind was not that he had a fortunate upbringing. I'm blessed. Um, My GF, on the other hand, faced some challenges in her life from a young age. Parentheses, particularly. Particularly? Particularly. Particularly. How do you say it? <laughs> Particularly financial challenges. Whatever. Moving on. Um, she's a beautiful, interesting person despite all the hardships you faced. Well, that was nice to say. The only problem is she lacks the manners that my family typically expects from someone I'm in a relationship with. My GF is the first less fortunate woman I'm dating. Uh, what? You don't even have to finish. She needs to break up with oh him my God. right now. So he goes, for that reason, I made the effort to prepare her for my first dinner with my family. I got her signed up for an online social etiquette course and thought this was a good idea. However, when I told her, she was absolutely furious. Yes. Same. Naturally so. Yes. She claimed that I'm obviously embarrassed to be with her and that yes. I should just marry a rich girl, quotes, instead. Yep. <laughs> she even accused me of being just another white privileged guy. Yes. <laughs> yes, correct. Yes. He's blessed. <laughs> blessed. <laughs> to make matters worse, she said that it's racially insensitive of me to feel the need to teach her how to behave. So, so clearly, she's of a different race than he right. is. Right. Which makes it that much worse. So I am I the complete asshole here? Explanations are more than welcome. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No explanation needed. Yes, you are the asshole. You are racist and white privileged. Less fortunate. First, not the first less fortunate person. I'm blessed. Less fortunate because she's not rich or because she's of color. Right. But I'm the first person to argue against white privilege because I'll be honest, like I didn't have like an upbringing that allowed me things and I worked hard for what I have. Totally. But he did not. Or you're a white male, which made it easier for you than probably black male. Yeah, but I'm gay, so I've got that out. I have a deficiency. (laughs) Exactly. But no, in this context, he's totally in the wrong. Totally. Totally. I agree. Horrible. It's ridiculous. He is clearly embarrassed by her. And I'm assuming the sex is good. And that's why he wants to stay with her because she's a beautiful woman. I mean, probably. But even if we wouldn't have known that last piece about like the racist stuff. Right. You know, it doesn't it doesn't make a difference. Like I can understand him wanting to have a conversation about like what his family is like and what the expectation is of them. Totally. But that would mean he has to acknowledge that his family's way of being is different than most other people who aren't as privileged, which he obviously can't recognize. The story of Princess Diaries. Yes. Right. I'm I'm getting like Titanic vibes, you know? Right. Exactly. Like it's that whole thing. Lower class. Right. She's lower class and they have this expectation of the type of women that he would date right. and i can understand him being like i don't care about that mm-hmm. and having the conversation with like hey my this is what my family would expect i'm cool with you not being that but just if you want to try to do some things that are different to yeah. help with that because people can adapt to 
scenarios, but signing her up for a social etiquette class. Hell no. But also she shouldn't, if he loves her enough to meet her family, he should love her just for who he is. Because like, what is he really like? Is it because she doesn't use the salad fucking fork to eat her salad? Like how much etiquette, social etiquette are we talking here? Asshole. 100%. Speaking of, I thought I heard you went on a date. With Baldy Child Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? She's fine. ghosting him. Yeah, I didn't text him back. He was bugging me. He was bugging me. Well, he needs to find a mommy for I his know, boy. and it's just not me. It's <laughs> not. I'm not, not a ready stepmom for that? right now. No. No. Well, Riley, Riley was being a little unfair, but now she's too far what? deep into it that she can't go back. Unfair? You went, You would. You were avoiding getting together with him again. Well, the problem was I shouldn't have gone on a date with him in the first place. <laughs> yeah, but you could have been honest with him at the end, after the fact, and just been like, "Hey, I'm just not feeling it." I know. You don't even have to say it's about the kid. I know. He was nice though, and well, I was like, and he likes to do all the fun stuff, and like we went on a hike, and like he brought beer and chips and salsa, and we like hung out. Speaking of, I need beer. You need more. Yeah, I'm almost okay, out. I'll bring some over. I have a bunch still. But then I was like, had full intentions of going on another date with him. But then he was just like, it was too much. He got really clingy really quick because most women probably won't even give him the, the, the time I of day. Know. You were actually nice to him. I know. And we like, we, we bonded over like hiking and stuff. He's already in love with you. I haven't talked. I haven't texted him back. He's still in love with you. I'm sure he st- sits outside your apartment. He doesn't know where I live. I'm, people can figure that out. It's not that hard. No, it's called I the don't internet. think he's that crazy. He might be. <laughs> stop the other thing was um like i didn't ask him very many questions about the whole child situation which but is he fine. travels like a shit ton so i'm like why are you not with your kid oh, like yeah. that's the other part like i don't it's fine if you don't have a kid for but like work or just for fun for fun like oh. over memorial day you like booked a week-long trip to go does he share custody with the mom i don't know you didn't find that out well, I assume he does, and maybe it's not his year to have him on that holiday. Yeah, I don't know. But he just seems he seems to do a lot of things that I don't know. That doesn't seem like he gives time for his kid. Right. So I'm like, yes, you have a kid, which is eh. But then at the same time, it's like you're not spending time. I'm not judging. Is his name Samantha? <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't know the name. Yikes. Ooh. But no, I ghosted him. And no other prospects then? No, I pause the dating apps after therapy today <laughs> so oh, what happened are. there here we are nothing we don't need to talk about that on the podcast <laughs> all we know is we needed some culvers afterwards we need, i needed some one. comfort food <laughs> it was fantastic it was so good what i called josh after you said do you guys you want anything i called yeah. josh like do you want anything from culvers he was like Ooh, yeah <laughs> it's like riley's getting culvers i'm like yes. absolutely it's like what do you want i'm like i don't know what it's called <laughs> What do you mean? Like, I want the burger, but there's the specific oh, the one deluxe, I want. the bacon one. I wanted the bacon deluxe. Yes. I know. It's so good. I always ask, I don't always ask, but one of my questions that I ask on first state sometimes, I'm like, if you were a race car driver, like, what would the place or thing be that would sponsor you? And mine would be Culver's. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. Apple. I'll have the Apple car. You'd have the apple car. I do really like Culver's though. It was a toss up for a while between Dairy Queen and Culver's because I do have a love for Dairy Queen. I like their chicken strips. Oh, so good. The chicken strip basket with the country gravy. I usually get ranch, but. You got to try the country gravy next time, Josh. Does it come like hot? Yeah, it's warm. It's so good. Not hot, but warm. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they ladle it out of something. <laughs> Is Apple your final answer? Bath and Body Works. Yeah, you would be Bath and Body Works. Totally. And you could wear the cute little like checkered outfit. <laughs> With your little red apron. 
And he would smell so good. And I would have the scent of the month, the car air freshener. Yeah. Your exhaust <laughs> would just smell like beach paradise. <laughs> it smells like good, you mean. Good. Yeah. <laughs> what What does this smell like? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, it's autumn leaves in the freaking October. And I'm like, oh, how did I not guess that? I don't know. <laughs> because you're uh, of a... Uh... <laughs> My olfactory I'll, senses are not all there. No, you're of you're you're less fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Your nose is less fortunate. It is. I am not blessed. In you're the not the only less nose. fortunate person I know. <laughs> in the nose, in the nose department. Yeah, we can't smell. It's a blessing and a curse. I mean, I can smell. I just have to be time. really close to it. Sometimes I can't, but that stems from the time when I broke my nose when I was in fourth grade. Oh. I got hit in the face with a baseball bat. Oh, Josh. The dog's got a uh, these little hoof horn things to chew on and they were really smelly yeah but i couldn't figure out what it was and i kept smelling it and josh couldn't smell it i'm like do you smell that he's like do you smell it do you smell it? i'm like i don't smell it i was like what do you fucking mean i'm i feel like i'm going crazy i was like you don't smell it it smells like ass <laughs> <laughs> so last night i made dinner and i cut up a shallot and um the leftover shallot i threw in the trash and i woke up this morning i came down the stairs and i was like what is that smell and i the, I had to take the garbage out because it, there was like nothing in it but shallot. Yeah. And I was like, I have to take this out because it's just horrible. spray? No, but it dissipated pretty quick after yeah, I Yeah, you just had to get rid of it. I was like, okay, the trash is not full, but I have to take this out because otherwise it's going to sit here for two days. Right. Just stink and even more. And it's going to be horrible. Remember, remember the one time you made your mom almost get arrested? Because oh. you, you went on the monkey bars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So when I was a child, I believe I was in first grade. I think I was in first grade when this happened. So did not want to get in trouble with my parents because it, sometimes I was bad. So one of the things I was not supposed to do was go on the monkey bars with roller skates on. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. What does Josh do? That exact thing. He goes on the monkey bars with the roller skates and falls off and breaks his ankle. Just quick. And doesn't say anything to anybody about how bad my ankle hurt. <laughs> Shut up. Because I knew I was going to get in trouble. So like, how did this happen? Why would you go on the monkey bars with roller skates on? Well, you like, know, why when you are this? six or seven years old, you just do stupid things. My mom did daycare um, when I was a kid, like at home. So we had like all kinds of fun toys in their yard usually. Nice. Okay. So I was walking with a limp and <laughs> my teacher at school sent me to like the yeah. nurse. She thought something was wrong. How many days after was this? I'm not 100% oh, sure on that, but like, it was probably within a few days. So I was suffering. Oh, and so sad. I wouldn't tell anybody what happened. So my parents took me to like urgent care or whatever and like they took an x-ray and i had broken my ankle and the doctor asked me what happened and i refused to tell anybody so the doctor's office called the police (gasps) no because they assumed my parents were beating me because i was so scared to tell anybody oh poor josh so finally the police got it out of me on what actually happened (laughs) Because they told me I wasn't going to get in trouble for telling them what yeah. happened. Yeah. And you're like, and thank God, so I told finally, them. somebody right. is listening. <laughs> now, mind you, I got in big fucking trouble. Like a hundred times more trouble. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. So not only did you do what they told you not to do, then you hit it and you <laughs> lied about it. They had to bring you to the ER anyways. And then you had to go to like get interrogated by the police because you went on the monkey bars with roller skates on. <laughs> yeah. I could tell you about the time my um, sister, my younger sister, Katie, got her finger cut off in the door. Um, that was fun. 
I think I don't think the police ever got involved in that one. They probably should have. Um, only because my parents were like across the street drinking with the neighbors. So when I grew was growing up, um, I lived in East Bloomington, and we lived in um, it's not there anymore, but there was a trailer park there. Um, and so the parents all. The people, you know, the trailer park, right? So you can imagine the the people that live there. But on the weekends... Very fortunate people. Right. Bless. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I was young, so, like, the memories are kind of vague, but I can picture certain things, and I can tell you exactly, like, the layout of the, of the trailer we lived in and all that stuff. But I remember there was a party of some sort, and my parents were there and the neighbors were there and i think there was family there and then there was this random woman that nobody seemed to know who it was but she was just there having a good time blah, blah, blah. like and just people are just i'll tell you for as blessed as we were people are just friendly you know what i mean like they just accept people in and whatever um and it all was well and good until she started to try and kidnap kids dead serious oh my god like what I think th- th- she was trying to take my co- my one of my cousins and somebody's like wait what's happening there and like they literally had to like chase her down and like corner her and then they called the police and of course so it's like a Friday or Saturday night and there's all these drunk adults and tons of young kids everyone's less than like 10 at this oh point my God. right and so like the police corral us kids into like one of the bedrooms yeah and like interrogate the adults and then start into like go into the room to start like interrogating the kids of like are you guys being harmed what's happening because they don't know anything that's going oh on God. and they're already having pre dispositions about it because of where you are where we are and then there's like a woman that they were called because somebody's trying to kidnap kids and then there's all these kids and these drunk adults and it's just rowdy as hell right so when you start talking about child services being called because a woman's breastfeeding her granddaughter like you know what i mean like that like like no no yeah so they arrested her that is so scary stranger danger i know crazy right no i got lots of stories i remember when barney came to my birthday when i was five no way barney was big deal barney was a big deal and and i remember and i wish i had the video still because there used to be a video i remember when raggedy ann scary um came to my sister's birthday (gasps) fucked up um but raggedy ann was black (laughs) (laughs) no way yep and she made balloon animals for the kids she was the greatest raggedy ann oh precious raggedy ann like creeps me out I'm surprised she didn't bring Andy with. My mom used to have a Raggedy Ann doll and it would like sit in this like weirdo closet that we had and I hated it. I hated it. And then after Annabelle, was it that yeah. like scary movie that came out? And then I found out that that was like actually a Raggedy Ann doll. I was like, get rid of it. I was like, get it out of our house right now. Horrible. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I just remember what I remember is like when Barney got there, that all the adults were like, okay, kids, you have to go into that room over there. And like, because like they didn't want us looking out the window to see that Barney didn't have a head, like, the whole costume wasn't on quite right, yet. He hadn't had his... Because, I mean, could you imagine being inside a Barney oh, costume? Like, God. it's got to be warm. I bet it's just right? sweltering in there. Could you also imagine being Barney and showing up to, like, a trailer? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, I could. Yeah. So, but... And I don't remember, like, what conspired at the Barney. I'm sure we sang and played yeah, and had yeah. lots of fun. But, like, I just remember... Like, the memory I have of is, like, you have to go into the bedroom because... It's a you don't. We don't want you looking out the window. And it's because they didn't want us to see that... Barney, Barney wasn't, wasn't actually Barney. Barney. Oh, because he was putting his costume on? Right, because when I was that age, I really believed. Well, yeah. He was just a stuffed animal that turned into this... He's a dinosaur. I know. Yeah. Um. Can we address how... Okay, so it was Barney, and then there's Baby Bop, which was the green girl, and then BJ. What the fuck does BJ stand for? Blowjob. <laughs> 
the Triceratops no, gives blowjobs. I looked this up. I actually know oh, it stands something. for something. Probably. I mean, it's Barney. Come on. Did you guys ever watch the Barney movie with like the egg that changed colors? Billy Joe. Billy Joe. Mm-hmm. What kind of redneck honky tonk <laughs> nickname Named is that? after Cheryl Leach's father, Billy Joe. Oh. Originally spelled BJ. The name was refer- reduced to BJ starting in Barney's Fun and Games. They had to have known. Well, they had to have known that was going to take a naughty turn, you know? When did people start calling blowjobs blowjobs? The most common and commonly understood oral sex term in the world didn't even come into use until sometime after the First World War. In fact, even uh, fellatio is a fellatio, whatever. Fellatio. Is it uh, you do it. Italiano? Fellatio. <laughs> fellatio. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, see, Fellatio. <laughs> Taken Sounds from nice. flatus, which means to suck. It didn't come into popular use until 1894 when sexual researcher Havelock Ellis used it in one of his clinical works on sexuality. The root terms of blowjob began a bit earlier than this, however, in the 17th century, to be exact. No when shit. Bl- when blow meant to bring someone to orgasm. In the same time period, a blowsy meant an unkempt woman. Fans of history or less miserless may recall the work options that were available to such women during this time and draw their own conclusions. Hmm. The term blow. Yes, (laughs) horse. Thanks for drawing your own conclusion. (laughs) Like hookers? (laughs) Like a prostitute? Hookers and blow. That's probably where the term came from. The term blow wasn't applied specifically to Flecio, however, <laughs> until 1930, when we saw the first recorded use of it in pulp novel called Nell K- Kimball, Her Life as an American Madam. A.K.A. Hooker. She's a hoe. It was also featured in popular underground poem that circled in 1948, The Platonic Blow, and is about exactly what it sounds like. But while some claim the platonic that, blow, that doesn't sound like a fun time to me, right? It's about exactly what it sounds like. But while some, that's what it says. <laughs> but while some claim that the term is derived from Victorian prostitute slang referring to performing oral sex as giving a below job, the first recorded use of oh. below job was in t- a Tijuan Bible, a, t- tip, uh, b- b- a type of comic book that depicted popular cultural figures engaging in explicit sexual acts. Printed so in a ni- comic strip? I guess so. Printed in 1948. Not in the Star Tribune. Which featured uh, one McCarthy-era male politician telling another, you give such good blowjobs. And with that, we never looked back. America. Wait. Propaganda at its finest. Wait. So it was... It was a politician who f- who coined the term blowjob. It was a t- it, it was a Tijuan Bible, a type of comic book that depicted popular cultural figures engaging in split sexual acts. Oh, like Abraham Lincoln. Right. So it's a political thing. Is it a, a gay thing as well? Probably. It says males. Very interesting. When you really think about it, and it comes back to it, always a gay thing. But sex and blowjobs, right? <laughs> BB. <laughs> BB. Well, thank you for taking time with us today, everybody. Ooh, this was a this lot of fun. This was so much fun. I'm so glad Josh came with us. I know it's going to be edited down quite a bit, but it's like four hours of, it, of well, talking right now. We have right so now. much content for the bloopies then. Well, I can create stuff and put them in later episodes too. That's Ooh, true. Oh, yeah. Get technical with it. All right. See you next time. Okay. Goodbye. Thanks, everybody. Bye.